Hello and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily. It's been a bit, hasn't it? Wow. I am crazy busy at the minute. Uh, I'm just getting ready and packed to go over to uh, the US to do a bit of work in Silicon Valley, uh, San Jose. And um, I've been reflecting and I've been busy and I'm trying to get two podcasts out the door. Um, so it's been a bit quiet, but I wanted to try and uh, I've got notes and everything for this one. I'm just so professional. Uh, welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily. This is episode... I'm your host, Mario De Cristofano. And in this episode, I want to just hold your breath before you roll your eyes. Talk about AI. Cue the intro. Hi, and welcome to the Delivery Manager Daily Podcast, where I, your host, Mario De Cristofano, will talk to you about life as a delivery manager. We'll talk about strategy, tactics, things to do, not to do, and wrap all that up in a way which makes sense. This is an attempt at a daily series of podcasts which are released across wherever you get your podcasts from, and an occasional YouTube video version with bonus content, should you want that. If you want to get in touch or get involved with the podcast, or maybe even be a sponsor, get in touch via Twitter at DM underscore daily, or check out the blog, mariosblog.co.uk. Large language models, what ChatGPT is, the societal impact on AI, everyone else is talking about that. We've talked about it before. I've talked about it before. In fact, if you listen to uh, one of my more recent uh, episodes of the Delivery Manager Daily, I start talking about kind of my impressions with, with AI as it started to kind of improve. And, and that's a separate conversation. But today, what I wanted to talk about is um, what I'm observing with teams really relying on AI, like it's properly a thing now and it seems to have come from nowhere. It's been a bit of a reminder of the advancements of AI that are just bubbling along in the background and we're all talking about it and we're all busy talking about it. Very few people are actually using it in anger. And I wanted to, from a delivery management lens, um, just talk about an experience that I've had uh, with some engineering teams that use it like properly on a on a um on a daily basis and it's kind of in their natural lexicon to kind of well run it through ai run it through chat gpt or run it through a particular uh ai driven language model whether it's coding or anything else and it, it made me cast my mind back when i last played with chat gpt um and at then i was sitting with a an engineer and that engineer if you're listening you'll know who you are we had a bit of fun and we paired up AI with the engineer and said, write a Python script to do a thing, an Azure function. And then got the engineer to kind of critique ChatGPT's code. And then we asked ChatGPT to make it better. And it was interesting watching the engineer go through the journey of watching the AI write code and then critique that code and then come to the realization that there was probably not a lot wrong with that code that the AI had written. So in short, ChatGPT was pretty awesome then. Um, Thinking about the history of the fear of AI and as a consultant working through topics like automation and digital transformations and I can see the Newsweek headlines now from 10 years ago, the robots are coming for your jobs. We were all guilty of thinking and, and actually industries and organisations thought that automation and therefore what AI was at the time and how people thought of AI was predominantly automation. Um it will come for the manual labour workers first, the factory workers, those that are kind of lowest on the rung doing the, the raw manual labour. And actually, it's been a complete switch around. It's coming for the, the thought workers' jobs. And it got me thinking about how far... And ChatGPT in particular we'll talk about because I'm using that properly in anger now. Um, how quickly it's gotten to a point of 
usability in certainly my day-to-day life. So I'm going to talk about that. If you go over to mariosblog.co.uk, you can read the blog post. I've given lots of links and references to tools that I use and how I integrate ChatGPT into some of my apps that I use daily. And I just wanted to talk about that as a delivery manager because um, I'm working with teams and sometimes I feel pretty needed um, certainly when it comes to working efficiently and smarter and using agile concepts. And I'd like to think I'm pretty good at explaining stuff and communicating stuff and getting teams to work together and giving a semblance of a feeling of organisation to appease kind of leadership and create a gap, an airlock to allow teams to do what they do. I take on the headache of kind of management and organisation and reporting and we all have a good time. And I've kind of enjoyed that for quite some time. Um, I've always known that I could use AI and chat GPT in this particular example, but I've kind of left it alone until, until. Um, I was chatting with a colleague and he says he puts all his emails to management through ChatGPT, uh, looking to make them more succinct or more professional or more to the point. And he was a real big advocate of that. And that took me as a surprise because as someone that I pride myself on how I communicate and to then think, well, I'll augment that skill uh, by putting it through an AI tool uh, to see if it can do any better. And I started throwing some random draft emails, nothing sensitive, of course. And this podcast won't talk about the security elements of this. That's for another time, probably not in my scope. Um And I threw a couple of emails at it and it didn't do a particularly bad job, but I still was left with that feeling of, you know, yeah, I'm still going to just write my emails myself. And then it came to, I needed to write some acceptance criteria. And it was for, funnily enough, a couple of uh, AI tools. And um, I thought, well, let's not, how better way to test AI when you're doing a, a proof of concept on AI tools to get AI to write some test parameters and some acceptance criteria and you know what it did a really good job and I looked for a second and and I have this dichotomy in my heart and head that I don't ever want to use AI to do something that I can't do because at which point you're cheating and then if you cheat in there who knows where that cheating will stop next minute I'll be in surgery doing heart surgery with chat GPT on my phone um, <laughs> bit of an extreme example but do you know what I mean you I want to make sure that I'm a master of the craft of the thing that I'm doing before I even consider augmenting it with some kind of robot um, but I can't deny these user stories these acceptance criteria these test parameters they were really good uh, getting feedback from peers usable absolutely fine really good and it saved me a bunch of time and I just thought you know I'm not sure there's anything wrong with what I did there and you know it was usable workable output and I used it and it's been fine now there's an argument as well of as you become to rely more and more on AI you'll kind of be off the tools and you'll blunt your sword and whatever other um metaphors that you want to use maybe you'll you'll blunt your skills over time and and i'll think about that later but as a delivery manager i used it to to write these parameters and and these things i needed really quickly and it saved me a load of time so a week later i got it just as a bit of research to write some epics for some um software that i'm building on the side for something uh, a a forum let's say 
and he wrote some really good epics. Now, so enamoured am I with how competent GPT is at the minute, seemingly, uh, with context. I've paid for the, the latest access to the latest version, like $20 a month. That's how committed I am to playing around with this tool more. And um, I've started integrating it into apps like PowerPoint and uh, Word and uh, my email and on my phone. And oh, it's really good and really helpful for doing all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to talk today, if you're a delivery manager wondering how can I leverage AI and why you should be a little bit worried, maybe... Um, Maybe this podcast for you. Let's get on with it. Oh, and before I forget, it'll be remiss of me to not talk about a colleague, friend and peer of mine, Paul Brashear. He's formed uh, with a couple of colleagues of his an AI company called Unfold AI. You can go to unfoldai.co.uk. The idea is that they guide and walk C-level executive through what AI is and how it can be used in a meaningful, intelligent, sustainable and ethical way. They hold various kind of talks. They do newsletters. You can go and see them at their kind of beautiful office environment and kind of get away from the day-to-day of running your own business and have a meaningful conversation about what AI is and how you can leverage it to make your business better. Uh, if you're interested in AI and want to talk to some experts, go to uh, unfoldai.co.uk. They are not sponsoring me to say that. Paul is a really good friend of mine, very good guy. I enjoy talking to him about this stuff. And if you talk to him uh, long enough, he'll probably sell you some crypto and some um, NFTs at the same time. Cheers, Paul. So day to day, for the past few years, the things that have caused me the most time spent on trying to get those things done have been PowerPoint presentations. I mean, classic management consultant fodder and um, writing user stories and epics and aligning that to project milestones, uh, along with maybe bids and scopes and finally reports and extracting uh sort of analytics from those reports. So I thought they would be the focus on to see if I could use AI to help me do some of those things. And if they do it better, worse, the same, would save me time. And this is not a particularly scientific test, but um, I did find that some tools on the market will help me get really, really quicker at what I do. And I'm pretty quick anyway, but I was just staggered. Uh, some of the tools. So I want to talk about a couple, but go to the blog for a full breakdown of them all. So the first one is uh, anyone that knows me that I'm often joked about that I do love a good PowerPoint and I do. I like PowerPoint and I like uh, extracting the most from what I think is a powerful app. And I like the art of storytelling and using words and pictures. And I love that. And I love being good at it. And I try and be good at it. Um, But there's an AI-driven tool called Dectopus, which I've uh, used and subscribed to recently. So that is D-E-C-K-T-O-P-U-S, Dectopus. Uh, just pop that into Google and you'll find it. And basically what it does is it uses AI to create a presentation and you give it some parameters. You give it a theme, uh, like something that you're going to talk about, some key tenets of what you want people to take away from that talk. It confirms its understanding. It asks you uh, how long you've got to do the presentation. It asks you to pick a visual theme and then it creates a spine for you. Now, I was churning out huge amounts of PowerPoint slides uh, as part of my management consultancy career. And, and anyone that does management consultancy, that will that will uh, sort of chime true with, with you folk too. Um, 
it blew my mind at how good it was. I've got a, a talk that I'm doing in, well, actually, as I, as I talk about the talk, uh, the audience to with which I'm doing the talk to have asked me to bring the talk forward uh, to next week. So I'm doing a talk on lean and I've talked about lean on the podcast. And if you know me, you'll have probably seen me do the talk proper. Uh, I'm doing that again uh, within the organisation that I'm at at the minute. And um, I just decided I'd use uh, Dectopus. Uh, is that what it's called? Is that what I said it was called? Dectopus? Yeah, Dectopus. Um, to have a go at doing it too. And you know what? It did a really good job of creating a spine, some content, some um, backed research. Um, and it just accelerated a starting point if I hadn't already had it. And I think I'll bake Dectopus into my kind of daily tools when I'm creating PowerPoint decks um, because it just saves so much time. So if you're a delivery manager, that is one tool I would definitely recommend, kind of Dectopus. Really, really good. The next one is the just general integration of ChatGPT into Microsoft Office. So you do this via um, the add-ins function, typically in Word, Excel and PowerPoint. Um, and you subscribe to ChatGPT and pay your subscription to allow you to do integration. You create a new uh, API with a secret key and you pop that secret key into your add-in and it gives you a chat GPT uh, feature in the ribbon of your Microsoft app to allow you to do stuff. Now for Excel, the test that I wanted to, to do was to see if I could get it to do something quite complex. So I was talking to a delivery manager uh, a few weeks ago about Monte Carlo simulation, which is this complex mathematical model that you usually do via like a Python script or something. And the idea is it will simulate um, the unknown to allow you to kind of guess what's going to happen and that's not really a great uh, description of what Monte Carlo simulation is it, it's like a model to allow you to predict potential results of the unknown and then allows you to scale it to, to see quite far down the line right and it's an alternative estimation technique to using story points and it's a really complicated notion to get your head around until you've kind of done it but you can do it in excel and i'm known to have a usb key full of useful excel models and tools and a monte carlo simulation in excel is one that i've got i wanted to refresh it and update it so in um chat gpt i asked it to use excel and explain to me how i'd build a Monte Carlo simulation model and it gave me the step-by-step -step instructions to create the columns and the rows and the formulas that I would use to do so. Integrating it into ChatGPT I could just ask it the same question and it would create that spreadsheet with the various tables and cells and rows and content and formulas for me and it's remarkable and the time and hours that I've spent learning and really getting to grips with using Excel down to kind of VBA dev level you know making it sort of do your bidding take so many years of effort and time to really become an expert in Microsoft Office tools and ChatGP just completely changes the need to do that if you want to do complex pivot tables or you want to extract understanding there's a there's a tab that's called get insights and again if you go to the blog you'll see the screenshot and you can select cells and it will give you insights in real english sort of verbiage about what it sees in the data and patterns and stuff and i'm just just blown away
It's the same thing with PowerPoint. You know, you can get it to create uh, slides, content, uh, correct, do visualization and, and create succinctness and make sure that it's proofed and it will do spell checking and grammar really effectively and quickly as you go. And it's just, you know, it's just a time saver as a delivery manager and integrating chat gpt into all your office apps is the second thing i'd recommend if you can get away with it from a privacy and security perspective and again i'm not going to talk about that today let's just assume that there's no privacy or security concerns there's a rainbow in the sky and it's all good um so that's the second thing that i've started to do including on my phone and everything and it's just just saving me so so much time so dectopus integrating it natively into Microsoft Office. There's a couple of others that I use as well. So um, I've started to use uh, QR code art. Now I've done some work with branding and marketing. I quite like QR codes. I dabbled in the world of NFC probably seven, eight years ago and got into kind of being quite innovative with NFC and QR code. I quite like what QR codes you can do if you push the boundaries of them. And what this site does uses AI to allow you to create artwork from a QR code. So if you do brands or you do branding or you've got uh, you, you know, you've got a logo that you want to turn into a QR code that contains information, it's really good drag and drop um, website that will allow you to just go straight on there, put in some parameters. If you've got a, um, a QR code already, you can use that or it will generate one too. Um, it's really, really good. It's very, quite niche. Obviously, if you're not using QR codes day to day, it might be useless. But the fact that it's got the QR code art kind of generator on the page, it's, it's called quickqr.art and it's just brill. And if you go onto the website and you'll see kind of what it's about. And that's something that as a delivery manager, I mean, I do use QR codes. I bake QR codes into my presentations to allow people to kind of use their phone for interactivity. I use QR codes on printed documents to create interactivity within document scopes and, and bids and stuff. And I think that's quite innovative. So to add a company logo or a brand, I think looks quite slick. So if you're a kind of, you know, you're a solid delivery manager with a bit of flair and you, and you do that kind of stuff like I do, then, you know, that website is absolutely fantastic. I found also using AI can help take kind of... Um, the mundanity, the the dullness, the administration headache that is often sometimes being a scrum master or a delivery manager, and it can take that away from you. I used to spend hours writing up and summarising meetings, and one of the things I also took and take pride in is the quality of my notes. You shouldn't ever underestimate quality of good notes, and I think I've talked about this before. However, using AI embedded within Zoom or Teams and every sort of conferencing solution includes some kind of plugin to allow you to auto summarize meetings um, from a narration and a recording um, is life changing. And if you're using um, tools like Otter AI, which I use extensively and have used for possibly three years, Otter AI, um, it records your meetings, it passes it through Otter AI, allows for transcription, notes, captures all your slides and screen sharing content, auto summarizes it and creates it into a format that you can share. It's really, really um, sort of time saving. And as a delivery manager, if you're a scrum master, 
and you're obviously churning through loads of meetings, I'd definitely recommend using a tool like that. I think there's another on Meeting Culture AI. I've not used that yet. I'm just reading uh, stepsize.com. If you go to stepsize.com forward slash blog, and then look for ways Scrum Masters can leverage AI. It mentions that there. It says it's a tool for meeting management designed to eliminate pre-meeting planning process and create an impactful, efficient agenda. Tools like this, especially if you don't have the skills naturally, can really help you be a better Scrum Master and help you be better too. But Otter AI is one that I absolutely recommend. And then broadly for project planning and problem solving, you know, I use ChatGPT like a enthusiastic colleague and I'll run questions by it and get it to look at various options for me and help me corroborate my thinking or to give me ideas and starting points. Um, and I just find ChatGPT really useful too. So as a delivery manager and a scrum master in 2023, I think it's really important that you know of some of these tools that are there and available. And I haven't even begun to scratch the surface of what there is there. And there's some that I don't really want to talk about too publicly because I quite like them being a secret at the minute. But I'm sure you might have your own too, especially if you love this stuff. Um, but definitely Dectopus for creating um slides there's the official integrations of gpt into microsoft office which i thoroughly recommend you do as a delivery manager or a scrum master there is otter ai for integration into your conferencing software for transcriptions auto summarization making notes and sharing those notes and helping you to create agendas and meetings really really useful there's gpt itself for kind of helping you manage and understand uh, not only project parameters and potential problems and ways forward, but helping you write epics and, and user stories too. And it's if if you think that well, using AI is a bit technical and I'm just a scrum master or, you know, I hear that quite a lot, actually. I think it, it is on you to understand these tools that developers are using day to day in their world, whether it's Code Whisperer or Copilot or something else. And uh, you're going to really need to have a grip on these tools and how they can help augment what you do. Um, and I'd be really interested to hear as a delivery manager the tools, the AI tools uh, you use. Have you used AI at all? Are you starting to think about it? Do you use it extensively? Are you worried about your job? Uh, let me know uh, in the comments on the blog or you can follow me on Twitter at MarioDC. I'd be really interested in um, hearing from you. And um, I do another podcast too called the uh, Carbon Agile podcast, which is about delivery sustainability. I'm trying to get episode two done, um, but do follow that on Spotify too. You can find me on Twitter. Uh, just search for uh, Carbon Agile. And I talk about sustainability in agile teams and using software and tools to help be a more sustainable delivery team, which is, I think, really important when we look at the kind of future of software engineering. Um, thanks for listening today. I hope that's been pretty interesting. Bit of a whirlwind tour, but I think it's something that we need to talk about more of, kind of using AI day to day. It is so uh, so everywhere now and so good. Um, you know, and I know there's a lot of negative press around AI, but it has enhanced what I do as a delivery manager and scrum master. And I'm hoping that by listening to this, you'll have picked up a few tools and techniques that you can use too, and that'll be useful for you. Thanks for listening. See you in the next one. I just want to take this opportunity to let you know that I do have a small web and app company that I run on the side to my day-to-day -day job. I build 
websites, small applications, and you can get in touch with me if you want a website built, maybe you want to start a new business or a side hustle, or you need to talk to someone for some advice, I'm not sure where to go, get in touch with me at creativepixel.me.uk, quote the podcast, DM daily, you'll get a 10% discount on any work that you uh, have done with me, so check it out.